Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Winlow with Nama. And Koya. And Koya, yes. Joe is taking a little vacation because we have a very, very interesting topic today. In fact, it's so interesting that when we were doing research, this is the number one challenge in nurturing kingdom kids for Christian grandmas. We thought this was, in fact, we didn't have to think. This was the number one challenge in nurturing kingdom kids as a Christian grandma. In fact, Koya and I also have gone through the same situation. So we can't wait to share this with you. This is going to be a good one. So come on back. The number one challenge in nurturing kingdom kids and the number one solution for Christian grandmas. We'll see you in a minute. It's it's Winlow, Winlow. We got Monday, Tuesday. Winlow, Winlow. Thursday, Friday. Winlow, Winlow. Right, right in, in the middle, baby. Winlow, Winlow. Winlow. Come join the Winlow crew. Winlow, Winlow. Right in the middle, baby. Winlow, Winlow. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. It is Wednesday and we're back with another joke. Josiah. Yes. You know this one, okay? Okay. What part of a turkey is musical? I do not know. The drumstick. Dun. Welcome to Winlow with we Nama. And Joe. I'm Krista here, a.k.a. Nama. I'm an evangelist, learning coach, mom of two, and Nama of three. I'm Josiah. I'm a Lego builder, second grader, and called by God to be a Christian warrior. Hey there, Grandma. If you're searching for biblical strategies to train your kingdom kids, you're in the right place. Deuteronomy 4, 9 and 10 tells us to teach our children and grandchildren to obey God's commands. So if you're ready to win low, why not laugh on Wednesday? We'll provide you with practical tips to laugh and live love and learn while inspiring you to build a legacy as well so chillax grab a snack and, and enjoy, enjoy the, the podcast. podcast hey hey, welcome back and we're about to dive right in koya you ready yes i am hey 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 great great great, great. but before we do we want to thank you for the reviews that you have left us. We appreciate every one of them. And we want to read one from MDRP. MDRP writes, this first episode left me wanting more. I found Krista to be warm, her voice soothing and inviting. Koya was knowledgeable, down-to-earth, and real. Their love and mutual respect drew me in. I applaud both ladies for their transparency and for their courage to tackle a subject not many Christians would have been bold enough to talk about. Yet, this mother-daughter team did it with such dignity and grace. In addition to their authenticity, I appreciate the backstory of how they got started and the love and commitment they have for Josiah. What a wonderful legacy to leave for him to carry to the next generation and to the world. This first episode was exciting. Kudos to Krista, Koya, and Josiah. I look forward to Winlow with you again soon. Yes. Thank you. Thank Yay. you. Thank you. Thank you. MDRP, we appreciate, we appreciate those kind words. Thank you. 
And if you wouldn't mind, if this episode really blesses you, please leave us a review. We would love you so much for it. Welcome back with Chris and Koya. We're here as promised. This topic is going to be very live, live today. We're going to talk about the number one challenge in nurturing kingdom kids and the number one solution for Christian grandmas. Yes, so we have some experience in this topic. We can't wait to share with you. Yes, I can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> Let's see. You trying. sound like it for you. Oh, wow. Let's just dive right into it, Koya. Many of the grandmas had this one constant barrier, this challenge, and that was no access or limited access to the grandkids. And the no access could be by divorce or disagreement with the parents. Or sometimes the grandchild can be so distant living in another state that they just can't get in touch. With no access, it could be by divorce or disagreement with the parents, or it can be that the child is so distant that they don't have a relationship with them. With limited access, however, the child could be either in the same state or maybe in another state, and they just don't have the closeness and proximity. Or it could be a paternal grandma who tend, because paternal grandmas tend to be more distant than the maternal grandmas. What do you think about that, Koya? Yes, that is true. Um, maternal grandparents are hands-on, more so than the paternal. That was our experience, for sure. Now, let me just give you um, a little bit of information. There was a study done in 1986 by Sherlin and Furstenberg, who described three styles of grandparents. One was the remote. These grandparents rarely see their children, their grandchildren, that is. They usually live far away from the grandchildren, but may also have a distant relationship. Contact is typically made on special occasions, such as holidays or birthdays, 30% of the grandparents studied by Sherlin and Furstenberg were remote. That's 30% were remote, Koya. Mm, 30, okay. 30. Now, here is the most common uh, grandparent. It's called the companionate. It's the companionate grandparent. 55% of grandparents studied were described as companionate. These grandparents do things with the grandchild but have little authority or control over them. They prefer to spend time with them without interfering in parenting. They are more mm-hmm. like the friend to their grandchildren. That's 55% of them, Koya. Okay. Now mm-hmm. here's the third one. The involved grandparents. That's you, right? Did you right? That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You knew that, right? Fifteen <laughs> percent of grandparents were described as involved. These grandparents take a very active role in their grandchild's life. The children might even live with the grandparent. The involved grandparent is one who has frequent contact with and authority over the grandchild. So yes, I think I fell into that fifteen percent. <laughs> 
So I'm mentioning that because we'll see when a grandparent has limited access, especially a grandma, when they have limited access, they tend to feel a certain kind of way. I know this happened for me, well, I should say for us, back in 2020 when I was in Atlanta and I had left And that was during the time when we had some challenges in our relationship. Yeah, there were very challenging. And during that time when I left, I missed my grandchildren very badly, especially Josiah. Josiah was about four at the time, I want to say. He was about four years old. And... And because there was some friction between us, you know, there were some issues that were not healed yet between us, there was a time when I wanted to talk to Josiah that you wouldn't allow me to. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, I remember that more so now that we know we're, we're talking about it, you know, because we have grown, we have healed from that time. And, you know, I don't, despite how I was feeling at the time, I should allow him to talk to you, but maybe I didn't on the fact that you may ask to speak to me and then he gave me the phone. And I just thought it was probably best that I just did away with it. But um, like I say, we have healed from that. So, Amen. Yeah. And not so much of... I just want to be transparent because I learned so much. I was broken. My heart was broken. And I know a lot of other grandparents have expressed the same, that when you're not allowed to talk to your grandchildren and don't hear from them and you're already living in another state, so you're distant, but when you can't hear their voice, you tend to be very, very sad. That's very, very disheartening. There was also an article we read from Psychology Today, Dr. Whitbourne. She says that grandparents who are unable to maintain contact with their grandchildren due to parental divorce or disagreements within the family, like we had, are likely to suffer a variety of ill consequences including poor mental and physical health, depression, feelings of grief, and poor quality of life. I thought that was very interesting. You know, I just thought, you know, really, I just thought, uh, like, wow, I want to talk to Joe and I can't really. It was an aching that I had um, in my heart, but I didn't know to this extent that being distant or being kept away from your grandchild would have such a grand effect. And I just wanted to point that out. But yeah. on the side, go ahead, I'm sorry. Because um, no matter what, no matter what the situation may be, we should pull the children in. And um, it should be where that the children shouldn't have to suffer based on what adults may be going through or whatever the issue may be with adults. And sometimes people feel that using the children is a way to get back at the other party. So using the children to get back at the parent. Like, okay, well, um, I'm mad my child is excluded too. Or if I'm not going over there, if this, that, and the third, then it's the same for my child. And it shouldn't be 
the child should not be involved. We should be able to act accordingly and still allow a child to have a relationship with their grandparents or grandmother, I should say, and whatever the issue is, let it be, and but reconcile, you know? Amen. Amen. And it goes for grandparents, mothers, grandmothers, and grandfathers as well, but of course pertaining to us grandmothers. Um, that is so true. So let's give the number one solution to gaining access or more access to your grandchild, okay? Okay. The number one solution is you have to be willing to reconcile for the sake of the child, if nothing else. Amen. Yes, both parties have to be willing to reconcile. Matthew 5 and 9 tells us to be peacemakers, to be peacemakers. We should be able to come together and to to have peace for the sake of the child because it's all about the child. It's not about us. And we know really when we're having disagreements, it's usually because of pride. Proverbs 13 and 10 tells us only by pride. By pride. Mm-hmm. Only by pride comes contention. So number one, be willing to reconcile. Uh, number two, is to be honest and transparent. That's the only way because if you're not, you're not going to get to that that common place where you need to be for both the grandma and the children, uh, the children for that relationship. The Bible says in Proverbs 11 and 3, the integrity of the upright shall guide them, but the perverseness of transgressors shall destroy them. Amen, amen. Yeah, so we should make that a daily habit to be honest and transparent, but especially when dealing with a family unit. Amen. Right, and also in being honest and transparent, I want to say, but and also you want to be an acceptance of what they're saying. Don't disregard what each is saying. Because we could be honest and transparent, but are we accepting what they're saying? Are we taking into consideration and not just like, okay, whatever, dismissing one another? Because we have to reach a common ground for mm-hmm. the sake of the child. Amen. Amen. I think um, you're going into to one of our other points that we're going to make. That is so true. We do have to listen. Right. So the third step in this solution is to confess your faults. We have to be willing to say, I was wrong. I was wrong. Can you forgive me? The Bible says in James 5 and 16 that confess your faults one to another that you may be healed. So your relationship can be healed because it's all about what's best for the grandchild. Amen, amen. And the relationship. So that's why we have to confess, yes, I was wrong, so that we can be healed, so the relationship can be mended. And then the last step we have is commit 
to having mutual respect for each other. And I think that's where you were going with that before, Koya. Commit to having yeah. mutual respect for each other, the grandma and the parent or the parents. Yes, mutual respect. That is exactly where I'm going with that. One of the things in having mutual respect is to respect the wishes of the parents. You cannot have a relationship with a grandchild if you don't respect the wishes of the parents. So if the parents say, my child cannot have McDonald's or they can't eat fast food, you just can't go give them fast food. No matter what your thoughts or opinions are about it, you have to respect the wishes of the parent. The parent has to know that the grandparent, the grandma, is going to treat them the same way they would if they were in their presence. So I think that's a huge one. You don't have to agree with the parent, but you do have to respect their wishes because it's their child. Exactly, and I just want to piggyback on that, um, how... Um, it has to be understanding of the children that the mom is in authority because sometimes that the parent may seem to the child like, oh, okay, whatever, grandma rules. But to have shown authority to the child that, no, your mom is, in, your mom is authority to respect her. And whatever mom said goes. I'm just like you have to listen to mom. I have to respect her as well as she has to respect me. I was uh, stemming from Romans 12 and 18 when it says, if it is possible as much as lieth in you, live peacefully with all men. And that's one of the ways to not make either party feel inferior mm-hmm. in front of the, the children or the child. That's good, yes, yes, because as grandma, we don't get to pull rank just because we're older and we're the grandmother. No, we have to submit to the parents' wishes because they are the parent. Now, yes. we talked about our relationship, uh, me being uh, grandma, but you being a single parent. Now, that could go other ways, you know, for parents that are a married couple. And But we're talking about for the sake of this topic today, for the sake of this episode, this discussion, it's about being a single parent. And you know, Koya, I almost made this podcast for single Christian grandmas, but I thought about it, number one, that this information is useful for even married grandmas. And then at some point, um, I may be married, or at some point, my married grandmas might be single. So I kept it general. But at one time, I thought about single Christian grandmas nurturing kingdom kids. I did. But I thought that all grandmas could benefit from this information. So I thank you for being so open and honest. Now, shall we, at this point, talk about how we were able to overcome and how we were able to mend our relationship? Yeah. We took the same steps to mend our relationship and to make certain that we were going to have that more access. Yeah. Especially to Josiah. Yeah. 
it took my it took a lot of prayer also, you know, <laughs> from both parties. You know, mom, you pray hard, I pray hard. I'm like, God, let's strengthen this relationship between my mother and I. I love my mom so much and I want us to be closer and I want her to understand me. So yes, we follow the steps that we have um described on today and we also took a lot of prayer in God. Yeah. Oh yes, we did a lot of prayer. And uh we also had counseling. We had counseling and we prayed. One thing we did, Koya, we came to the realization that we love each other so much. And it was a matter of us getting an understanding and me being respectful of your wishes and you being respectful of mine. That's that mutual respect we talked about in the fourth step. But once we found out that, you know, of course we both wanted what's best for Joe, but knowing that you're my only daughter and I love you so much and I'm your only mom. We actually went through those four steps. We wanted to reconcile, number one. We were honest and transparent. We confessed our faults. And then the fourth one, we were committed to having uh, mutual respect for each other, all in the confinement of prayer and counseling. So that's it. Those were the four steps we took in in, uh, coming to a solution so that we could have, especially me. So me, Grandma, now I wanted more access to Josiah. But we had to do the hard things, and we had to have the conversations that were unheard. Yes. Amen. We came a long way, but God. But God. So right now, we want to give some ways to connect for grandmas who have limited access, this may prove to be helpful to you. Some solutions, and you can write this down. I hope you have pen and paper handy. The first thing you may want to do if you have limited access is to call the parent, request a daily time to meet with a grandchild via FaceTime or Duo. Uh, whatever time is available, if it's not daily, maybe weekly or whatever can be accommodated. So you can have that personal time. That would be so great. What do you want to say, Koya? Request pics from the parent. That's another one. That's the one to keep, you know, connected because you can see how what they're doing and how they have grown, um, yes. what has changed. Mm-hmm. You can um, buy your child or uh, grandchild a, a prepaid phone if older. Yes, if they are a little older, they can be responsible with a prepaid phone. That way you can always get in contact with them. That would be great. That would be really great. Another one is to have a daily prayer call at the top of the day or maybe at bedtime. I know this is something that I do with Josiah, you know, every night yeah. before he did. And he's old enough where he can call me. Hey, what happened he to the phone? I bought him. <laughs> he doesn't use that anymore because he knows how to use that duo. Yes. Yeah. 
But he wants to uh, see you. He wants to see now, right? So uh, the prayer, the prepaid phones, they might get shoved in the closet somewhere. But they do ever since he has a tablet now. He wants to he wants to see me and call me. Uh, hey, Nama, I see you. Can you see me? And then you have to watch him playing the game or something. Watch him playing with his cars or Legos. <laughs> right. Or watching TV or building something. Right. Drawing, though. He's been drawing. Oh, yeah, he's been drawing. But that's all good because that's quality time. Quality time. Koya, tell them the fifth thing that they can do to connect with their grandchild. Oh, man, you think they're ready for that one? Yes. This is your idea. The fifth one is do a shout-out on the Nama and Joe podcast. Yes. Hey, they're going to listen out. You throw a shout-out. So we're offering, because we care so much about the grandma-grandchild relationship, we are offering to do a shout-out to your grandchild or grandchildren, if you have more than one. And all you have to do is click the link, join the community, the Window with Namanjo Facebook group community. It's a free community. And all you have to do is write the name of your grandchild, and we will do a shout-out to them on the weekend. We'll do shout-out weekends to our grandchildren. I think this is an awesome idea. That way, if they live in another state and you don't get a chance to connect with them often on the phone, they can listen to the podcast and we can do a shout It'll be great, especially if it's their birthday or the holidays. You want to just want a quick shout-out, like, hey, listen to the podcast. I'll do a shout-out, you know, and they can know, like, they're listening and it's a a lot of opportunity. Yes, we think this is going to be awesome. So even if you don't have a Facebook account, you can still click the link to send us an email and just put in the subject field, shout out, and put the name of your grandchild and where they reside, and we'll shout them out. That that is awesome. You can email us that information at info at Winlow with Nama and Joe, and that's an N instead of A-N-D. That's Winlow, W-N-L-O-W, with Nama, N-A-M-M-A, the letter N, Joe, J-O. And the link is in the show notes. So we pray that this has been some valuable information for you. Uh, We have given you the number one challenge in Nurturing Kingdom Kids, and the number one solution for Christian grandmas. Koya, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Do you have any words of wisdom you would like to leave? The very first blessing that you should count is the very one that you wake up to see. Meaning Mm. those that are closest to you. You're most of the time get some thought-provoking words. McCoy, thank you so much. We appreciate you coming by again and being on the show. I'll be back. You shall be back. Thank you. We hope that this has blessed you guys. 
We're out. Hey there, Winlow crew. Before you leave, if this podcast has blessed you in any way, please, please, please support us by leaving a review and subscribing to our channel on Apple Podcasts. We will personally read every one of them. We also invite you to join our Winlow community at bit.ly forward slash Winlow community. The link is in the show notes. And remember to make this daily affirmation found in Isaiah 54, 13. All my children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of my children. We'll meet you in the next episode. Bye for now.